0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry Blessed are you among women. And blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. On this fourth Sunday of Advent, we celebrate this great visitation. Just to give you a context of what was involved, Mary lived up in the north in Galilee, beautiful country, pretty level, lots of pastures. Elizabeth, on the other hand, lived way to the south in the hill country of Judea. When they say hill country, they mean hills, lots of rocks, difficult terrain. So we have to appreciate that Mary was pregnant at the time and the distance between where she lived up in the north in Nazareth to the hill country of Judea was over a hundred kilometers. And yet she went with haste. She couldn't wait to bear the burden of going all that distance probably on an animal while pregnant to give the good news and to help her cousin. And in that there is a great lesson for us in our lives. Now, visitations for us don't necessarily mean traveling large distances. Rather, the greatest distance and the first visitation we have to make is from our head to our heart, from knowing to caring, and from indifference to sacrificial love. That's the visitation that we are called to make, and that's a conversion. And conversions are not easy because we're sometimes set in our ways. We're comfortable in our own lives. And yet God is always calling us out of ourselves to bear the good news, first of all, and to bring it to others. But how do we bear the good news? There's lots of visitations we have to make first, such as when we get up and pray, when we spend that time every day and pray. That's in a sense of visitation. We are coming to visit God and God's coming to visit us. And in that visitation, there's conversion. A recent poll came out, a Pew study, I read about it just today. In the US, about half, about 50% of Catholics pray every day, which means 50% are not praying every day that's the first visitation but there's also a visitation when we come and read the scriptures every day and meditate on those mysteries and ponder them like Mary pondered them in her heart because when we pray and when we visit God in the scriptures God becomes pregnant in us the word of the Lord becomes so alive in us that we like Mary must with haste make those other visitations, which are crucial to the new evangelization. So look at what Mary did. She first of all went to her family. She went to her cousin Elizabeth. And family is, of course, the bedrock of all of society. It's the bedrock of our own call to charity. And yet sometimes we know that family is the most difficult terrain to travel. We can be distant to one another, even though we live under the same roof. We can be distant emotionally to our loved ones. We can be distant spiritually. And yet here is the crucial visitation. We're called, especially in this time of Christmas, when family will be present, to make those visitations. So if we have an issue with someone in our family that hasn't been resolved, We're called to make a visitation, perhaps of forgiveness, reconciliation, which is so crucial, or a visitation of understanding and compassion for a family member who is perhaps distant from us. All of these visitations first happen in the family because it's from the family, which is called the domestic church, that the good news spreads in the community. Notice what happened when Mary visited her cousin Elizabeth. Nothing but good came out of it. Yes, it was hard, but she went to help her older cousin during the last three months of her pregnancy. She was already six months pregnant. But as usually happens when we go out of ourselves, maybe out of our own hurt or out of our anger or whatever is troubling us, and we go and make a visitation to maybe a family member, Or others, joy flows both ways. We not only bring joy to the person we're visiting, but then we receive joy in return, which is exactly what happened with Mary. Notice what Elizabeth said to Mary Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord comes to me? So Mary received these words of affirmation from her older cousin Elizabeth. When we make those difficult visitations and we bring Christ with us, then in fact there is joy. The joy of our conscience speaking to us because the conscience is the deepest voice of God, the aboriginal vicar of Christ in our souls and that voice tells us we've done good. And the Holy Spirit himself calls us blessed. Just as Elizabeth told Mary, And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord." That's exactly what St. Paul had in mind when he spoke about the importance of proclaiming God's word. In Romans chapter 10, he posed a number of questions. He said, how can someone believe when they've not even heard the message? And how can they hear the message unless someone preaches to them? And how can someone preach unless they are sent? Blessed, therefore, are the feet of those who bring good news. So it all starts with this conversion of our own soul, our heart. We ponder God's word through prayer and study and scripture, and then God becomes so present in us that we're really to travel those distances, maybe not miles, but certainly rough terrain. And then there's peace, there's reconciliation. One last point. In the second reading, we have the pinnacle of visitation, which is expressed in the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 10. When Christ came into the world, he said, A body you have prepared for me. See, God, I have come to do your will, O God. That was the primary visitation. Jesus didn't just sort of send us an email or something on Instagram. He physically came into our presence, and that was such a loving gesture because he knew he was going to take on a body to suffer, to bring to the cross. So his visitation was tangible, real, and that's what we're called to do. It's easy with technology to think that we've really reached out and we've sent maybe an email or picked up the phone, which is important, but physically being present is so crucial. Let's rejoice in the Lord in this season, and let's extend this also to our family of parishes. We are, after all, a family. We've been brought together by the bishop. The will of the Holy Spirit through the bishop was that we become loving members of one another. So let's accept each other for who we are, faults and all, always bring joy, When we visit another church in our family do so with great love and to welcome those who come in to us that we've not seen before because the visitation can be done right here when we see a stranger come in we get up from our pew maybe before mass or certainly after mass and introduce ourselves i know during the COVID, some of the protocols make that difficult but still a smile a recognition that this person is welcomed that's a great visitation and it's all part of what we're called to do, be mission-oriented in our family of parishes. So with that, let us praise the Lord. He has come to visit us and bring us salvation.